Hi. Welcome to Sienna's Chaotic Conversations, a most of the time weekly podcast where I deep dive into some of the craziest stories of my life. Yes, I missed another week. I know you're all very disappointed in me. You're like, damn it, Sienna didn't post a podcast. I have nothing to do this week. No, you're probably like, thank God she didn't post one. Hallelujah. Um, but this week I am in my closet, borderline locked in my closet because my laundry basket is behind my door, so I can't get out. Um, my candle is lit. I have my notepad open with no notes in it because I've not taken any, um, because time is a social construct (laughs) because time doesn't exist because the days just pass by and they're all, they're all muddled together at this point. Um, how's everybody's day going? It's, it's Wednesday, it's Wednesday, right? Is it Wednesday? I hope it's Wednesday. Or I don't know what day it is. I think it's Wednesday. Um, how is school going? How is work going? How are... Uh, if you have children, how are your children going? Uh, speaking of children, I told this story on my private story, but I'll tell it again for people who are on my private story. If you're not on my private story, you're missing out. <laughs> but also, you're probably not missing out, and you'd literally want off of it as soon as you got on it. Um, but my... Here, we'll start with from the beginning. My uh, bathroom... Actually, all of my bathrooms had a bunch of stuff messed wrong with them. Like, the... the I live in a 115-year-old home. Like, my home is... It's heritage. It's ancient. It's vintage. She's old, okay? She's a century and a court... And a court? A century and a... A century and 15. Because you can't... Can you divide? I don't know. Um, A century and 15. Which is... It's old, okay? My house is old. And all of, like, the plumbing inside, I think, was original or like old okay so all of it was all like it broke (laughs) that's the that's what happened i don't know the technical terms because i'm not a plumber um but it like one of the pipes broke or something like that or was leaking and then the toilet on my highest floor so my top floor and upstairs that was the pipe that leaked and then it dropped into the ceiling of the main floor bathroom and then like the ceiling was gonna fall because there was water damage from the leaking pipe and so I realized it, like, two and a half months ago, probably. And I'm just like, oh, that looks strange. I don't think that's always been there. Um, but remind you that um, last August, I think I told a story. I think I told a story. And if I didn't, then you probably heard about it if you live near me because it was all over the news. You probably heard about it if you live in Canada because it was all over the news. Um, uh, five houses down from my house, a drunk woman hit, a drunk driver hit a house hit the gas line the gas line burst has exploded and it caused all of a, a crap ton of damage in all of our homes like 15 million dollars a crap ton of damage in everybody's home so um i looked up and i was like i don't think that's from the explosion just because we had an uh, not an architect we had an engineer here to make sure like to check on all the cracks and stuff and be like this is what, what's happened in your home um so i was like i don't think that that's from the explosion i think that's just something i was like i think that looks like water damage because i'd seen it before because when I was really young, um, our basement flooded because it wasn't properly insulated or something like that, or didn't have some kind of proper something, and it, um, so it flooded, and it was gross. And I remember, like, the look of, like, water damage, so I was like, I think that's water damaged. And I was like, I'll tell my mom when she gets home from work. And I didn't. I forgot. I genuinely forgot to tell her. Um, and then, like, weeks later, I'm like, hey, did you see that thing on the ceiling in the bathroom? And she's like, what thing in the ceiling in the bathroom? And I was like, there's a, there's a, like a crack and like a big, like puddle looking thing. And she's like, oh no. So she went in there and she's like, has it always been there? And I'm like, I don't think it's always been there, but it's been there for a while. I just forgot to tell you. And she's like, and I'm like, I'm sorry, (laughs) because I have a, I'm goldfish brain. Like literally cannot forget. I mean, cannot remember a damn thing. Literally. I was just in my math class and we were doing Sakatoa and I'm like, I don't remember how to do this. And I literally did it like a few months ago. And I'm like, I don't fucking remember how to do this. Um, but it's fine. I got through it. Um, but anyways, so my cousin, my cousin, so my mother's sister's daughter's husband, my mother's sister's daughter's husband, uh, he's a, I don't know what he does. He, maybe he's a plumber, um, or he works in houses or something like that. I think they both work in houses because she is an arc. No, she's a building inspector, which is, she's a fun job. Um, but he is a plumber. Well, if he's not a plumber, he was doing the plumbing in our house. And so he came over when well, my mom was like, come fix my bathroom, please. Because we could not use the bathroom on in the upstairs floor because it would drain out into the other bathroom and then it would fall on somebody so (laughs) we just didn't use the bathroom up here um until it was fixed so he literally reserved a whole saturday just to fix our fix all of our messed up bathrooms and there was something about the bathroom in the basement that had like something was wrong with the ceiling all our bathrooms were like 50 shades of screwed up so um 
he came over and he was going to fix all of them. And he brought his wife, because his wife is my cousin, and we love her, we stan her. And their daughter, their daughter is like two and a half, I think. Um, and I'm not a baby person, so that's, to keep that in mind, okay? I'm not a baby person, I don't, I, my other cousin just had a baby, and everyone's like super jumping for joy, and I'm like, woohoo, a baby! You keep it away from me, please, because I might harm it by accidentally, like, my clumsy ass might, like, drop it on the floor or something, so don't give me a baby, okay? Um, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just look from distance. It's a very cute baby from over here, okay? I'll just stay back here. Um, and, like, baby, baby's crying, like, I don't know, that's so stressful. I'm like, what do I do with the crying baby in my hands? I don't know. Um, so babies just, they stress me out. <laughs> um, so, but this baby. Well, she's not a baby anymore, she's technically a to toddler. Came over, toddler came over, and we had to, obviously... To devote our attention to this child because she's a toddler who needs attention. Um, so we went to Costco because her mom, my cousin, needed to go to Costco. It was the first time I've one of the it was the second time I've been in a grocery store in nine months. Second time I went to Costco, and I was like, oh god, I'm gonna die in here. Um, and another crucial part of the story is I oh Jesus, I'm not a big jewelry wearer. I wear very small, dainty jewelry. Um, but I also would like to get into, like, big, chunky rings. I'm like, ooh, that's a nice, big, gold, chunky ring. I want that one. Um, but then my fingers just look like sausages. And I was like, hmm. So I go for smaller jewelry. So I have... Oh, I keep dropping my mic. I have four rings on at the moment. Um, three of them are rose gold ones. And then one on my... Those are the three on my right hand. And my left hand, on my ring finger, I have a ring that looks like an engagement ring. And... Here's how I know it looks like an engagement ring, because every single person that I've showed says it looks like an engagement ring. And the person I bought it from at a gem store was like, oh yeah, not a gem store, a gem, a rockin', the gem, rockin' gem show, um, that is in my city, uh, was like, yeah, people usually have this stone in engagement rings. And I was like, and I'm buying it for myself. So yeah, and I was, and I wear it all the time because it was a very expensive ring. So I wear it all the time and it's, it's nice. It looks weird. It's really pretty. Um, and it, and it looks like, moral of the story is it looks like an engagement ring. So I was wearing all my rings and I was in Costco and, um, my cousin, the adult, the toddler's mother, um, was, had to do with some other shopping. So we just took the toddler with us. We strolled her in the car. We showed her the toys and she was like kind of bored. She was like, I don't want to really be here anymore. And then she was looking at the people and then she didn't want to sit in the car anymore, in the car anymore. And she didn't want to walk. So my mom started carrying her. Because my mother loves babies, literally more than anything. My mom loves babies. She loves the smell of babies. She loves the warmth of babies. She loves babies. If she gets the opportunity to hold a baby, she will. And if you have a baby in public, she will tell you how beautiful your baby is, even if you are a complete stranger. Because my mother has... Well, my mother... It's not that she has no filter. She just... She's not worried. Um, <laughs> so my mom loves babies. So she was carrying my cousin, my little cousin, my toddler cousin, toddler around. And then... Um, Something happened where my mom had to give her off to one of us. My Either her arms got tired or she had to go somewhere else and get something or pick up something. So she's like, oh, yes. No, no. Yes. She was looking at sweatpants with my brother. And she asked my cousin. She's like, can you go to Sienna now? And she was like, eh. the toddler was like, I don't really know. Like, just kind of gave me, like, kind of gave her first face. I was like, nah, I don't really know. But, you know, handed her to me. I was now holding this baby. And I had, and literally, oh my God, this was my favorite part of the day. We were in Costco. I was holding, had hold, held her for solidly three quarters of the time. And every time I would kind of move uncomfortably because she's a toddler and I was holding her for like 20 minutes. She was, she got pretty heavy. My arms got pretty tired. And my mom was like, oh, do you want to go see Dakota now? Dakota's my brother. Um, do you wanna, want me to hold you or do you want Dakota to hold you? And she would cling onto my shoulders. And I was like, oh my God. And I was like, a baby's never liked me before. So this is, this is new. This is all new territory. And she would just cling on and <laughs> I would just tell her, I'm like, you know, mom's strange. Catherine's strange, right? Like your aunt Catherine is strange, right? And I was just like, this is so fun. You know, we're gossiping. Um, and, but I swear to you, while I was holding this child with this engagement ring on my finger, I got so many looks from people, like the, from older adults in like mid fifties and up in Costco. So many, at least like 15 people looked at me, like gave me the eyes, like, oh my God, is that her baby? Like, oh my God, is that her kid? Oh no, is that her child? There's a fly, get out of here. Um, oh my God, is that her kid? Like, oh my God, is that, wow, is that, she's a young, teen mom. I was like, no, this is not my child. And I I was, I, after like a few people, I was like, wait, these people are looking at me. I'm like, maybe it's because my hair is dyed and I have piercings or I don't know, maybe, I don't, I was like, my, my outfit isn't weird or anything. I'm like, oh, I'm holding a, ch Okay, and because all of everybody on my mother's side, we all look the same. Like we all look very similar. So I'm like, this baby probably looks like it's mine. 
it's not mine and I wasn't gonna say anything just because they're strangers and I'm never gonna see them again but if I were to see like my teacher and be like my teacher would give me the eyes and be like no this is not my kid this is my cousin okay um but then there was one woman this is what really s sealed the deal for me um this woman was walking by with her she was like had to be at least like 65 um and she was walking with her husband you know arm length with her husband and she gives me the side eyes because we're walking an aisle and she kind of looks like looks to like looks at me kind of give me the side eyes and, she, and he, she turns to her husband and goes it's definitely hers and she kind of eyes up my ring and she's like it's definitely hers and i'm like and not like nonchalantly and not whispering not quietly and i was like what the hell but no this is not my kid but i was like whatever um and then we went to a toy store and literally she was ecstatic the little toddler was ecstatic loved the toy store I was like, I haven't even been in a toy store in a long time. And they had Harry Potter stuff. And I got really excited <laughs> um, because I'm a dork. Um, uh, but that was that was the day. And then, you know, we went to the park. She almost fell asleep at the park. And I swear to goodness, every because I was always the one holding her because she never wanted anybody else to hold. Her, and I was like, this is fun. And also it didn't help that her mother uh, is like five two, like really short, kind of young, very young looking um, baby face, very short. And I'm like, this is not helping my case whatsoever. Um, but every time, and then when I, we weren't with her mom, it was just me and my brother and my mom, or just me and my brother, we were walking to the park, and my neighbor's, well, not my neighbor, but, like, a woman that lives on my street that I've known for a very long time, she was like, oh, who is this? And I was like, please don't think it's my kid, please don't think it's my kid, it's not my kid, it's my cousin, it's my cousin, it's my cousin. And then I had to tell the whole story of why we had a child with us, um, and it was like, oh yeah, like, my cousin's husband is a plumber, and they brought their kid here, we were spending the whole day, you know? Um, so... Yeah. And then one of my brothers, my brother's friend's dad came to the, was at the park while we were there. And I'm like, oh my God, he's going to think this is my kid too. And he probably did as well. He was like, oh my goodness. And he realized that my brother was pushing the toddler in the swing. And he's like, oh my goodness, who is this? And I'm like, it's not my kid. This is not my child. I am lonely. Nobody, nobody will even come near me. So no, this is not my child. Okay. Um, so that was an eventful, eventful adventure. Um, what was I going to say? I don't know what I was going to talk about after that. That was the story from Saturday. That was... Oh, also, last night I had a freaking epiphany. I realized that uh, U.S. Election Day is in a week. Seven days from now, y'all. Seven days. And the world could burn. Like, I don't... I'm not one for politics. Just because um, I don't really follow them that much. Because I... My brain doesn't... I can't... And it just doesn't work. Um, but... I think we're all following um, Mr. Biden and Mr. Trump's debates and their... We all, we all follow Mr. Trump's tweets just because they're hilarious because he sounds like an idiot. Um, but we're all I think we're all following it, even like Canadians and probably Europeans, everybody there and all the rest of the contents are probably just watching and just like, oh, this is going to be a shit show. And it's going to be it's going to be chaotic, y'all. It's <laughs> chaotic. This is my, this is my brand. Um but it'll probably be at absolute chaos if if Mr. Trump is elected again. Well, Lord knows. Lord knows. Lord only knows what will happen. Maybe maybe an asteroid will hit us and it'll wipe us out like it did the dinosaurs and then we could just start again. <laughs> Who knows? Um, do I have any other fun stories? Oh my goodness. We were speaking more about the toddler. We were in Firehouse Subs. I haven't had a Firehouse Sub in a very long time, but I did on Saturday. And, um, well, yeah, Saturday, right? It was the Saturday after my birthday. Um, so we were at Firehouse Subs, and they have little hats for kids' meals. And so she got this little fire hat, and she danced around, and everybody, you could tell under the mask that everybody had, like, a huge smile on their face, because everybody loves babies. And she was just dancing around, and it was so precious. Um, literally the only baby I tolerate is this child. That's it. That's, that's literally it. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's, that's the end. This is, this is the limit. Um, do I have any, let's see what else I can talk about. Do I have any, any... <laughs> Um, oh, yeah. Um, I do have a story, actually, though. Uh, well, not a story, but, so, if you, if you don't, if you know me, you probably went to elementary school with me, and if you got that, if you got that honor, I'm really sorry. Um, elementary school, we had this, this, this principal, um, and she, she was a, she was a, she was a special lady. She always had, like, different color hair. She kind of looked a bit like Cruella DeVille. Like, just her face structure and, like, her body was so thin and skinny. And I was like, whoa. She drove a Mustang GT, I think, or something like that. Um, and my brother loved that car. Um, 
and she just wore the most, the, the craziest clothes. Like, I remember one outfit that she had, it was this long, it was this long-sleeved dress, it was like knee length, it was like not high-low hemline, but it was like cut almost, I don't know how, if you, so imagine there's a dress, you take a dress, you, at the end of it, and you go from one, the width, and you cut from one end to the other, and just like in a half shape, and then you, know, you end up with kind of like a U at the bottom of your dress, it was like that, and it was like this almost mesh material, and it was green and yellow and blue, and <laughs> she wore it with like white jeans, it was like the epitome of 2000s fashion, she wore like white jeans, and like, I think there was like they were black leather boots or something like that. You could always hear her walking in the hallway because she was the only teacher who wore heels. And it was just like, clack, 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 clack. Literally all the time. And you're like, oh, the principal's coming. That's how you knew because you could hear her in the hallway. But this woman, we were all, I also went to an elementary school with like 200 kids. Like there was not that many of us. Um, so we were all very close. <laughs> um, so she knew all the names of the students and stuff like that. Um, but she was a special lady. Um, and then if you don't know how my school system works, it's you, I don't know if I talked about this before, but you go from kindergarten, one school is kindergarten to grade six. You graduate from grade six and then you go on to a different school. That's seven to 12, but you can just take seven and eight and then graduate like a normal human being. Um, and like graduate from middle school and then go to a, whatever other high school you'd want, like a normal high school. That's, um, nine to 12. Um, so there was, I, I obviously have moved on from that because I'm not a sixth grader anymore. Um, but I go to a French first language school and there's this thing every year. Um, it's a celebra it's a celebration of the f French Ontario flag. I think it's what it is. Um, yeah, for all of my French people out there. Um, and I think that's what it is. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I think that's the day. I think it's like the 27th or something or like the 25th. I don't know, man. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, and that's a this is a huge celebration where everybody wears green and white. And, and, you know, there's we sing and we dance. And most kids are uncomfortable because they're like, I don't want to be here. I'd rather be in math class and be here. Um, and now while I'm in high school, they offer, well, they've started offering this thing where it's this huge kind of celebration. Sometimes they do it um in the park, like the kind of central, not central park, not central, central park, why did I say central park, not central park, um, like the kind of l big park downtown, um, in my city, and they normally have it there, or they have it at, like, a large kind of, in a large building, because there's, they invite the elves elementary school, so there's, like, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of kids, um, there, and so as a high schooler, you can volunteer and get your volunteers for it, so my friend and I, three of my, two of my friends, two of my friends, three of my friends, two of my friends volunteered for it with me and we all did it together. We took a bus, we were wearing our green and our white and we had like signs and tattoos and stuff. Like it's a, it's a big deal. <laughs> um, where was I going with this story? Oh yes. And so, um, they kind of split us off into schools. They're like, oh, this is your elementary school. Like for all the volunteers, like this is the elementary school you get, this is the elementary school you get. You just kind of stay with them and kind of guide them through the stands and uh, tell them where to sit. Um, so I was sitting next to actually, not my old, not my old elementary school, but one of my, the girl that I was with, cause we were in uh, groups of two in the volunteers. So the girl I was with, it was her old elementary school. Um, and I saw a bunch of actually a bunch of, of my neighbors were there and I was like, wait, you don't go to a French first language school. And I was like, oh, a lot of the French immersion schools are here as well. Um, so I saw a bunch of my neighbors and that was really weird. And I'm like, oh my God, I haven't seen you in forever. This was back in September of last year. So like a year ago. Wow. Um, time flies when you're in a pandemic, huh? <laughs> um, actually it really doesn't. <laughs> it goes very, very slowly. Uh, mm. but I was sitting, so the way that it, in these stands, it was one school, the school that I was doing was in front of me. Well, it was in the front, was in the front section of the stands. And then the back section, section of the stands was my old elementary school. So I sat down, I was sitting and, um, this woman comes and sits down next to me, this woman. And I'm like, Oh my God, that's my old elementary school teacher, elementary school principal. And she is no longer the principal there. I think she retired like last year. Um, and then my actually, the, the vice principal at my high school went and promoted, got promoted and now is the principal there. Um, but the old, my old vice, my old, um, elementary school principal was there and she, she sat next to me and she always, always recognized me because every teacher I've ever had loves my brother, loves my brother. Like literally it's the, like the stereotypical, like, oh my goodness, like your older, your older sibling sucks and you're, you're fantastic. Like that's what it is because every teacher I've ever had that my brother has also had has hated me and loved him. And it's just not fair. Um, and so 
she always recognized us because they're like, oh, you're Dakota's sister. And I'm like, that's not how it's supposed to work, but whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, like they always get recognized. Um, because my mother would always also, my mom's the type of person that would, if she see, if my mom sees someone in public that she knows, she immediately goes up to them. I'm like, I could never, I could literally never, ever, ever. I did that once and it was a flop. <laughs> um, so I, she, she, this, my elementary school, my elementary school principal sat next to me and did not recognize who I was. And I was like, I'm kind of hurt. I'm going to lie. <laughs> I'm a little, I'm, I don't look that, that much different. Honestly, I don't. And then I kind of, we looked together at the same time. And then I looked away and she kind of looked back at me and I'm like, yeah, you, you know who I am. I could kind of like feel her, like, I can almost hear her thoughts. And I was like, yeah, you know who I am. <laughs> like, come on. And then she's like, oh my God, see, and I was like, yeah, took you long enough. Teachers literally never remember who I am. We had a volleyball tournament because my school is, which is kind of funny. My school is like the big school, like French high school, um, French Catholic high school, I think that's what it is, um, in like our, uh, school board. So all of like the big, um, tournaments for the, like elementary schools are held at my school cause we have two gyms. So even though we are, are a very small school, like it's very small, like literally half the size of the other like high schools in my city. Um, but we always hold the um, tournaments for the elementary school kids for like basketball and for volleyball and for soccer and things like that. So we had it one year. We, uh, we had it one year. It's like, I think my freshman year and I was a volunteer cause I did all of my volunteer hours freshman year. I was like, I need to get this over with cause I will forget if I don't get them finished. Um, so I have all my volunteer hours finished. <laughs> Flex. Actually, not really, but like, yeah. Um, so that's the only thing I have to graduate. <laughs> that's the only thing I got. Um, so I was volunteering and it was like the whole day I got to skip all of my classes. Probably why I was so behind. Um, and I was doing the score sheet for, um, the, the team and it was my old elementary school and they were playing and my old gym teacher sat beside me and I was like, she doesn't know who I am. That's so upsetting. <laughs> but also, I get it, like, she's taught. I understand. It's just, like, I feel like anybody would be upset by this, but, like, I understand because she has taught so many kids in her life and she probably doesn't remember any of them. Um, but she always remembered my friends. Like, all of my teachers always remembered my friends but never remembered me. And I was like, I thought I was pretty unforgettable. I was a pretty mischievous child. I was very loud and talked a lot um, and got really horrible grades. So I needed a lot of help. <laughs> um especially in grade five. Literally, I had a friend have to teach me math. T had to teach me math because my teacher was <laughs> poobell. <laughs> Why did I do that? Um, but she sat next to me and then it kind of took her a while. And then she was like, oh, and she did not remember my name. She could not remember. She was like, oh, it's nice to see you. Like she grabbed my like leg. She's like, it's nice to see you. And I was like, you don't remember my name, do you? <laughs> and we just kind of didn't say anything about the names. We just kind of talked about why I was there and like what, how they were doing in the tournament and stuff like that. That was the end of that. And then this is the most distinct memory I have of a teacher forgetting who I was. It was again, this big celebration for the, the flag of the, on French on Franco Italian. It was this huge thing. And I was, it was like grade seven or something. It was grade seven or grade eight. I think it was grade seven. It was my first year going when I went to this now big school. Um, and I was with all my friends. We were all wearing our, you know, our colors. And my old elementary school, my once again, my old elementary school, um, showed up, um, and then the teachers were there and one of, one of the teachers, um, specifically, he was my grade four, my grade five and my grade eight and my grade eight teacher. I mean, no, it wasn't grade seven or eight. No, it was grade like six or yes, it was grade six. Cause it was the first year I had not had this man as my teacher. And literally it was the, it was the next year after having him for two years straight. And we went to this event and, you know, we were, you know, dancing around, partying and having fun as, you know, children do. And we see this teacher and everyone's like, oh, we should go say hi to him. Like, you used to be a teacher, we should go say hi to him. So all my friends went up and he literally said hello to each and every one of my friends by their names. And he got to me and he was like, hi. Um, and I was like, oh my God, you don't remember. You taught me for two years straight. You don't remember my name. And it was only like his third or fourth year of teaching. So he, I was like, you do not remember my name and you remember the names of the kids you didn't even teach. What the hell? Um, and I never forgave him for that. And I told him about it and he was like, yeah, I didn't remember your name. And I was like, you shithead. <laughs> um, and then I had him in grade eight again and I was like, shit. 
oh, I, I had him in grade eight again, grade eight again, and literally he always, always told stories of how he, how, like, about me in grade four and grade five, and I was like, you, I hate you. And then literally it was the first day of grade eight, and we walked in, I was literally one of the last kids to walk into, because I had a portable in grade eight, I was one of the last kids to walk in my portable, and he, I walked in with a boy that I've also known since I was literally, get out of, get out of, get out, I wait, hold on. I think one, I think is, I gave him a name. Um, John. You remember John from one of my first episodes? John. I walked in with John. Um, and he said both of our names. We'll call John, like, I don't know. His name is John Adams. <laughs> and he goes, Adams, Arts McGee, hey. And I was like, this is gonna be fantastic and he named us both by our last names and you know it was like i'm and he was very enthusiastic i'm like i'm not as excited as excited to see you as you're excited i'm not as excited to see you as you're excited to see me sorry it's the truth and that class that that year let me tell you it was a roller coaster um the kids were so fake kids are still fake honestly but like a lot of the kids in my class just kind of turned a blind eye to like the people who were different from them which is like really not very nice um but they left so it was nice knowing you au revoir um but that i was kind of i was considered one of the kids who were different kind of weird i listened to, to alternative music i wore eyeliner always had my hair in a top knot <laughs> that's literally the most embarrassing thing and like it's ridiculous i literally had my hair in a top knot every single day for like two years straight and it was gross and I have all this breakage now, and it's like, damn it, I shouldn't have done that. Um, I want to literally, like, strangle my young self, but no, I can't do that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was kind of one of the weird kids I associated with, chill, like, with um, p people that I shouldn't have. Um, just, just, you know, hung with the wrong crowd. <laughs> I mean, not really. They weren't, like, dr drug smugglers. And, well, they weren't drug smugglers or anything. They were just kind of... They were trying to grow up too fast. I think that's what it was, really, was they were trying to grow up too fast and they wanted to experience everything before, like, the world ended or something like that. And I was just like, why can't you think about right now? What's happening right now in your life? And what, I don't even know what was happening right there in their life. Because one of these kids, one of these boys I had known, a different boy, I think I, we're talking, now we're talking about um, Sally, Billy, and Bryce. Sally, Billy, and Bryce were eighth grade era. Um, oof, that was a rough, I have known, I had known Bryce um, one of the kids in my grade eight class for our whole lives. He was one of my very closest friends. Um, I was also one of the girls who like played soccer with the kids in like grade six, like with the boys, I would always play soccer. And I was like, I'm one of the boys. No, you weren't girl. They just, they just associated with you because everybody associated with everybody in grade six, because we all knew each other because we were, there was only like 16 of us. So, um, but you know, I had known this boy, Bryce, since great literally kindergarten like i have pictures of all he's in my kindergarten class photo there is a fruit fly and it's literally pissing me off but i don't want to like kill it with a pen because i might actually accidentally draw on my freshly painted well freshly painted belly on my newly painted wall and that would suck um but i'd known bryce since kindergarten <laughs> i was going to say that and another girl that i knew i knew she was a transfer to my school um in like first grade and she only stayed there for first grade and she's kind of said some weird things she was she looked very sweet very innocent she always wore dresses and had like long blonde hair and she would say things like i hate it here and i'm like we're in first grade like we'd be sitting i literally had this vivid memory we were sitting in gym class like on the because we, we would sit on the line we would sit, have to sit in the middle of like the very middle line of the gym um while we waited for like the that was actually really funny because I think it was, I don't know if it was the AC or the heat or something. It was some kind of, or maybe the fan and it made a really loud sound. Um, and my gym teacher would always go in, she would take this key and she would turn, it was always in the boys change room and which was inside of the gym. So she would take the key. She would go into the boys change room. She would just open the door slightly, uh, turn off the fan and we'd all come out and she, and she would come out and we would all clap for her. It was like this whole thing. It was, if you remember, if you, if you were, you went to my elementary school, you remember that and you just, I just brought you back a vivid memory. Um, but we were in first grade, we were waiting for her to turn off the fan and she kind of, um, Sally, this girl, she leans over to me and she's like, I really hate school. Like, I hate it here. This is awful. I can't wait to leave. And I'm like, how can you hate school? This is fantastic. We're in first grade. We only like draw circles and add four plus four. Like, this is fantastic. Um, and she was just like, I can't wait to leave. I miss my old school. I miss my old friends. And I was like, okay, if you hate it here so much, and leave. Like, sorry, girl. I, I'm, and like, I never, and then we were really close in first grade. Um, and then grade eight hit 
No, grade si grade seven actually. Great. Let's talk about grade seven. Grade seven hit. This is when Sally and Bryce and Billy started. Grade seven hit, and I walk into my grade seven class. My teacher passes out like um a deck of cards, and if you get the, you have to sit at the desk that is um correlating to the de the card you have. So what a card had a desk, a desk had a card, and then you had a card, and if that desk had the card, that's why you sat. And that was your seat for the first month of school. And so I sat down, and the person like it was the chair that was behind me so the person like our backs were facing the person's but my back was that the my back was facing a person's back and that person had this fiery blue bob <laughs> it was like a half like swooped pixie cut almost it was very short and it was like swooped in front of her face very like emo bangs and it was blue and it was it was blue um and I did not talk to her, but I, I got up and I kind of, cause we had to do this. Of course we had to do these bonding activities, you know, where we like ask questions and stuff like that, or like got up and told a story or something like that, or told somebody. I think that's what we did. We told somebody else's story and we had to vote of who it was or how, who we thought it was or something like that. Um, and that it was like listening skills or something. And I looked at her face and I was like, damn, you look really familiar. I was like, oh, you're the girl from first grade who hates school. Cool. You're, you're Sally. Awesome. Hey Sally, how you doing? I didn't actually speak to her because she found her own kind of little, little group of friends. And I was like, that's fine. I don't mind. I have my own group of friends. We don't need to be friends. It's fine. We can like be acquaintances, but you know, you're kind of scary. So I'm just not going to do that. Um, and then, and then as if God had heard my prayers, one of, um, the people from her friend group left, literally packed up her shit and left. Didn't tell anybody. The school was pissed. They were like, you can't just leave. But she just did. And she moved away. Um, and they kind of needed a new, a new person, a new member in their friend group. And I was like, oh God, don't pick me. No, God, no, 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 no. Um, but Bryce, he was in this friend group, the boy, Bryce, that I, the boy that I knew since I was kindergarten, he was in this friend group and he's like, hey, I have a friend who would fit perfectly with us. Her name's Sienna. Hey, Sienna, come over here. And I was like, oh no. And then somehow I got grappled into the worst type of friend group. Just the craziest, the craziest shit that you wouldn't even believe in your dizziest daydreams. Um, this, this Sally, she was, Sally, if you're listening to this, you know who you are. <laughs> I, I think everybody at my school knows who Sally is because everybody knew who Sally was. Sally made, made sure everybody, made sure everybody knew who she was. She wanted to be the center of attention, um, but never got it because people just did not care. People were like, we don't, we don't care. Sorry. <laughs> because that's just, she would just say the random, like the most random things and just do the most random things to try and get attention. People were like, we really don't, we don't care that much. She really put on a show. Um, but yeah, if you're listening, you definitely know, people definitely know who Sally is. She doesn't go to school anymore. She moved away. Hope she's having a nice life wherever she is. Hope she got her shit fixed. Hopefully she had, got some help. Um, best wishes to Sally. Um, but also if Sally's listening, she's probably plotting her event or something like that. Um, but Sally had some, had some issues. Sally kind of, she, um, she got, a, she got in with the wrong crowd. Definitely. She got in with the wrong crowd worse than I did. Um, she kind of did some things that she probably will probably regret one, one day in her life. Um, and she definitely needed some help. She had some, some issues and she probably could have got some help, but she didn't ask for help ever. Well, that's a lie. Well, no, she didn't ask for help. She didn't ask for help that she needed because she didn't think there was anything wrong, which is normally what happens. But there was there was a few things that were wrong, and she could have definitely used some help. And the school's help, you know, there was there's not much really. It's um like a school counselor can do just because students aren't always like super honest. Um, like a lot of Sally was very manipulative, so Sally had a way of people knowing enough but not too much. Um. So she kind of, she always kept the really, the dark shit in the shadows. And I was always the one who knew the dark shit. And I was like, I didn't ask for any of this. And I was trying to help Sally, but Sally would push my help away. And I'm like, but Sally, oh, Sally would always make me look like the villain. And you can take both sides of the stories. I don't care if you think that I'm crazy, that I'm mean for saying any of these things. If you knew Sally, you knew she was a special lady. Um, but Sally always had this kind of way of making me look like the villain and make me, make me kind of the the one that was messed up. Um, <laughs> oh, I just pulled my belt off of the hook. Um, she, like there was, she would always come to, I would, well, no. She had these appointments with the, the guidance counselor all the time, like every week or every two weeks and stuff like that. And she would always be like, Sienna, come with me. And I'm like, I have stuff to do. And then she would always tell these stories and she'd be like, oh yeah, Sienna did this and Sienna did this. And I was like, Sienna did butt fuck nothing. <laughs> no, thank you. I, no. 
There was no proof, no evidence, nothing. And she would always kind of pull me into um, situations that I was not, that I did not belong in. Um, like, I think I told this story about um, Shrek. Shrek was in the very, one of the, it was, it was in my school episode. Um, and the whole situation with Shrek, uh, where he kind of like gaslighted her, played her, you know, did some horrible things. Um, and it kind of blew out of proportions. Um, one day, I think, when one of, or maybe she had told the guidance counselor, or maybe he had said something about her or something like that, and it had blown out of proportions, and then somehow this, the teachers knew. The teachers knew about what was going on with them and had um, Sally and Shrek in the office talk about it. And then I'm doing, I'm like doing my science homework or something like that in my, my eighth grade, my eighth grade class, my little portable. And suddenly the portable phone rings and I'm like, Jesus, take the wheel. Lord knows. Just let it be my mother. So she's taking me to McDonald's or something like, God, please. Um, but no, they're like, oh, can we have seen at the office? And I was like, damn it. Cause I knew Sally was there and I knew Shrek was there um, because she told me, she's like, oh yeah, after like lunch or something, I have to go to the office and talk to Shrek or whatever. And so, um, we were, she had dragged me to the office and she was like, I had to talk first and like by myself and then she had to talk and then he had to talk and then we talked and then her and I talked together and then he and I talked together and then they, the two of them talked together and we all talked about, all three of us talked together at the same time and I was like, oh, this is awful. Um, but she when she was talking like one hand they had sent him out of the room and like we're talking to him outside of the room she was like just don't lie just tell the truth and i was like you don't want me to tell the truth they will that I, lord knows what the teachers will do if i tell the truth girl <laughs> this this situation is no i will not be telling the truth because they will call my parents and they will be like there is something tell your daughter to get new friends i will not be telling the truth sally i'm sorry i don't care if it saves your ass i'm saving mine first Sorry, because I'm not part of the situation. Um, you're the one who, you're, you are, you, the two of you, 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 you guys. And she always told me to tell the truth. Like, I, she would all, somehow I was always the one that, like, the teachers always went to for information about her. And she's like, oh, just tell the truth. And I was like, if I told the truth, they would probably send the police after you or something like that. Like, they would send the FBI to come, like, look through your phone or shit like that. Or come and, like, bust down your door, dude. Like, no, I can't tell the truth. It'll be the death of both of us. Like, you, you really, like, she said, if I'm going down, you're going down freaking with me. Because that's what would happen. That's what would have happened. Um, but she always told me to tell the truth. I was like, no, I can't. Sorry. I, I just can't. I can't do that. This fly is going to fly right into the flame of my candle. And I really don't want that to happen. Yeah, be kind of, sc kind, kind of scary. Get out of here. Walk it with my pen. Get out of here. <laughs> um, um, uh, do I have any more stories of Sally? Oh, I think I might have told this story. Um. But uh, it was like Christmas. I th I'm, if I told the story already, I'm really, really sorry. It was Christmas time. You know, it was December. I was babysitting. I was babysitting these three boys that live, um, that are my neighbors. And um, their parents were going to a Christmas party or like a, I think it was a work Christmas party. And I was like, yeah, sure. And they literally gave me, they literally, here's what happened. They're like, oh, we already put the kids to bed. Here's the computer and a glass of orange juice. And I was like, thank you. I'm like, do whatever you want. Like there's food, there's pizza in the fridge. I'll, I'll, I'll get the can of, I'll, I'll get the, the jug of orange juice out for you. You can take whatever you want. Here's a ginger ale. And I was like, this is, this is great. Thank you so much. And then I get a miserable phone call. I get a phone call from Sally and she's like, just so upset. She's like, dude. Shrek won't answer my phone call and he won't text me back. I don't know what's happening. And I'm like, I don't really care. Um, I'm, I'm like, Sally, I'm babysitting. Like, I really can't do this right now. Like, um, I'll try and answer you or I'll talk to him. That's what she did. She always made me kind of the guinea pig. Whenever he wouldn't answer, he, like, she would always send me and she's like, oh, go find out what it is. Go, go find out what's wrong. So I literally had this kid's number and would text him literally when he was answering her. And I'm like, this is the worst ever. Um, so I was like, I'll text him or I'll text you later. Like, just, I cannot do this right now. I'm literally babysitting. Like, I can't do this right now. Um, even though I literally wasn't doing anything. I was literally watching Pretty Little Liars. But that's, that, we don't, nobody needs to know that. Um, as I literally tell, like, my 12 listeners. Um, but she calls me again. And I hang up on her and she calls me again. And I'm like, I'm going to run out of minutes talking to you. And she's like, no, I really need your help. Like, I really don't know what he's going to do. Like, please, I, you need to call him or text him. I'm like, I don't have, I don't, I do, I do not have the Wi-Fi here. I cannot text him. I, I can't. I'm sorry. I just, I can't. Because I, I don't think I had his phone. Well, I do have, I do have his phone number and I, and I had his email as well, but I just didn't want to text this kid. It's like, no, I think also maybe I might have texted him and then I, um, and he didn't answer or I didn't have the Wi-Fi or something. And I didn't, I just didn't text him because I didn't know about like text messages. I only knew about like messenger. 
So I didn't send him like a green text. I didn't send him anything because I didn't have the Wi-Fi. And <laughs> I hang up around and she does call me again. I'm like, this is fantastic. Or I like flip my phone. I turn my phone off. I don't get another call from her. And then I get a call on the home phone from my house. And I'm like, what the hell? What? Why is my house calling the pest baby? Why, they, why couldn't they just walk over? Um, and my mom goes, Sally just called the house phone. And I was like, she did not. She called. She. I did not tell her what my house phone number. She found my house phone number. I don't know who the fuck she asked, but she went. She found my phone number, my house phone number, my home phone, and called my home phone. And ha I had to speak to my mother. And she's like, Sienna, there. You have to tell Sienna to answer my phone call. And I was like, you cannot be serious. There's no freaking way she just did that. No, there's no way. But she called my house phone and I'm like, I don't know. No. She's like, my mom's like, answer her phone call. Answer her phone call. I'm like, mom, you do not understand. I do not want to speak to this girl. Please. No. Um, and I think I liked, or like she, I think she called me and she's like, oh, he answered it. And I was like, great. So you just wasted my time. Um, and there was another situation like this where I, this was kind of mean of me, actually. This wasn't very kind of me, but can you blame me? Does Sally sound like a great person to you? Probably not. Um, so I was. Um, so it was Sally's, it wasn't even Sally's birthday. It was like a month after Sally's birthday, but she was having a gathering uh, for her birthday or for somebody else's birthday. It was a, some kind of celebration. And she invited me and I was like, oh, I'm really busy. Like my family's coming over. Like I can't come. I'm really sorry. It's also because my mother did not want me to go. Um, because my mother didn't, my mother wasn't really fond of Sally. I'm going to kill this fly when it comes around me next. My mother wasn't very fond of Sally. Um, so she's like, no, I don't want you to go to that. And I was like, I don't mind. Um, I got her a gift as well. I, because we had actually already had celebrated her birthday and she came to my house for her birthday, which was kind of weird, but she wanted to have this other party. And I was like, no, I can't come. Sorry. And then I made plans to go to the mall with my friends and I felt really bad. But I was like, it was literally one of the only times all my friends could get together. And it was like before grad. And it was like, it was, this was grade eight. Um, it was before summer, before a bunch of us were like going on trips and stuff. So we we're like, oh, we'll just have this like kind of get together. It was all of us together, which was like the first time in forever that we were all together. Um, and I, and I was like, okay, just don't post anything or something like that. Just like, don't, or just don't, if you know Sally, if you have Sally on social media, just don't post anything or don't tell her anything like that. Um, and then one of, someone took a video of all of us sitting around the Forever 21, um, change rooms. We were sitting like outside of the doors and somebody posted on the story cause we were laughing or something like that. And I get a very, I know. Sally calls me first and I'm like, I just don't answer it. Um, because I had actually completely forgotten that she had this party thing. I thought she had canceled it actually. Um, cause that was what I was told by one of the other people who were going like, Oh no, she canceled it. Um, so I get a, I get a phone call from Sally and I don't answer it because I know that my minutes are like ticking down. Cause I had, um, a certain amount of minutes on my, it was like a prepaid phone, I think. So it was a certain amount of minutes. I was like, my minutes are ticking down. I cannot call this lady. So she calls me and I don't answer it. I get another phone call and one of my friends is like, I'm tired of this. I'll answer it. And I can hear her yelling on the other side of the phone. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And my friend goes, here you go. This is for you. And I was like, damn you, damn you. Um, and so I take the phone and she's like, I can't believe you disrespect me like that. That's so rude. You're so cruel. You told me your family's coming over. What the hell's wrong with you? Like, I'm so offended. Don't talk to me ever again. And I was like, I don't mind. Goodbye. Monday comes. And guess who comes just running to me for, with information? I was like, I thought you weren't going to talk to me ever again. Damn broke her own promise. Beach. <laughs> um, she was a special, special. She did a lot of things. She was very manipulative. This poor boy, um, Billy. Billy was man manipulated by her. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure every person that goes to my school with me right now has heard the stories of, of Billy and Sally because you all know who Billy and Sally is. Um... But people still do not speak to me because I was associated with Sally, um, like Shrek. Shrek does not talk to me when I see him. Shrek gives me like the side eye and gives me like glares and stuff because he's like, Kh. and I was like, okay, I really don't like you that much either. I don't really care. Um, uh, yeah, grade eight was, was interesting. You know, it was a, my grade eight trip was a, was a relief because I wasn't actually in, I, my mother called my teacher and was like, my daughter will not be sleeping in a room with this girl. No, I, I will not allow it. I will literally not send her on this trip. If, and my teacher, my teacher was like, I, I can assure you that Sienna will not be with Sally. My mom was like, that's great. That's all I want. And then like, they probably chatted up for a while because my mother is a very sociable person. And my mom probably talked about like what was going to happen on the trip or whatever, or, like how, how many times the teacher had gone or whatever. Um, and I wasn't in a room with her. 
but and I like hadn't spoken to her at all. Didn't have to t- talk to her because we were in the same groups either. But that trip was bad for other reasons. <laughs> like, just I was so so sad because the boy I liked was dancing with another girl on this boat cri- trip. I had to go on a boat, which I do not stand. Um, speaking of boats, I have a fun story. Oh my goodness, anger! I know that you're gonna cut me off at an hour. I know. Um, last Saturday, two Saturdays ago, I went to um my aunt's my dad's sister's house for a gathering because i hadn't seen her in a while um and you know we hung out we ate and they have a boat and because they live on off of the water i think i don't know what body of water it is it's a lake or something they live off of the water and they have a boat they have two boats actually they have a teeny tiny little speed boat and then a very large boat um and i knew that they wanted to take to take us all on the boat i'm literally starting to start because i'm anxious i don't like boats y'all Boats are not my thing, okay? Um, I just don't do boats. I don't like them. After my grade eight, like, science class about f- f- floatability and, like, buoyancy, I'm like, yeah, no, I don't do boats. They can sink in five seconds. I, I'm, I don't do boats, sorry. Um, but I knew that my aunt wanted to take us all on the boat, and I was like, fine, I'll be cooperative. <laughs> this big ass, huge, at least 400 feet long, like, gigantic, looks borderline like the Titanic, huge black boat comes driving past us, and I was like, I'm gonna barf. I'm gonna barf. I'm gonna barf. I'm gonna barf. It was horrifying. It was so scary. I thought I was going to pass out. It was literally, I literally hit my mother. I was like, ah, I hate it. It was very scary. Not to mention it was full of seagulls. And I don't do seagulls either. But that, I won't talk about why I don't do seagulls. Because y'all get annoyed with me. But I don't do seagulls. They freak me out. They make me uncomfortable. I don't like seagulls. So there was seagulls and 400 foot boats. It was mortifying. And then, to make it even better... My aunt really had to. Ooh, my aunt really had to pee, and you can't just like because it was a really small boat. Because normally, like they're big. If we were on the big boat, like she just go to the bathroom. Like she just has a bathroom in her boat. Because we were on the teeny tiny little speed boat, there was no bathroom. So she had my um, her husband. <laughs> her husband had to drive really fast to get to the nearest dock where they could get to a porta potty. My brother's is screaming over Kahoot again. Um, but he was driving so fast. That the sides, like, they had these, like, plastic windows. They weren't, like, hard plastic. They were, like, the flimsy plastic that you see on, like, the clear pants or, like, the clear, like... Kind of, like, the texture of, like, a raincoat. Like, the clear material. Um, and it was holding... Like, it was buttoned to the poles. Um, and it was, like, holding this whole, like, roof together. And he's driving so fast that the buttons undo and the pole flies backwards. It's still attached because it's attached to like the actually like attached by screws to the back. So it goes flying, clocks my aunt in the face. Um, and then this, this very large plastic, very large, t- t- chunky, beefy, very thick black buckle of plastic just keeps smacking me in the back of the head. I'm like, this is awesome. And then he kind of pulls over in the middle of the water. I'm going to, this fly is pissing me off. Um, hold on. I'm going to, boop. Oh no, it's on my wall. Okay. It's dead now. Um, bye-bye, Mr. Fly. It was nice having you. Um, but he kind of pulls over in the middle of the water <laughs> to, <laughs> that made me very anxious. I'm like, wait, you're not moving anymore. The boat is going to sink. No, that's not how it works, but whatever. Um, and so pulls over. There's another fly, y'all. This is ridiculous. Um, he pulls over and kind of fixes it. Um, and then, you know, keeps driving, drive is now driving faster to get to the porta potty. Um, and then it f- unbuckles again and smacks me straight in the face. And I was like, that really hurt. Like this, this metal bar, it's a metal bar. And it smacks me in the face. And I was like, my day couldn't get any damn worse. <laughs> and I got smacked in the face by a metal boat roof. And I'm literally, and I kind of wipe my face. I kind of make, like, I kind of hold it just to make it stop stinging. And I kind of take my palm away and my, f- and there's blood on my palm. And I was like, where did that come from? I thought I'd, I'd like picked a scab on my face or something like that, or maybe I had like a hangnail that was bleeding. And I turned to my mom because I'm looking at my hand and she kind of is like, what the hell is she looking at her hand for? And she looks at me, she goes, oh, you're bleeding. I was bleeding from my forehead. The boat roof, the metal boat roof had smacked me in the face and cut me. I was literally bleeding. I had a like long little stripe down my face because it kind of like pulled it, like it kind of, because it was like, it hit me, but then it kind of like pulled back. So it kind of made a long kind of like a little scratch on my face. I was bleeding and I was like, my head is throbbing. 
my head hurt and then it was like it was a very bumpy ride just because it wasn't as big and it was a mu- it was a much smaller you can kind of feel every bump and every kind of i don't know what the technical terms are for what, what how water moves i don't know um you kind of feel every bump every ridge um and it was not a pleasant what well, was a pleasant well no it wasn't that pleasant of a ride um and then we got back and <laughs> Uh, we got back and then we, I was gifted a Stephen King book because my dad's dad was a huge Stephen King fan. I had a bunch of Stephen King books and then I gave them to my, his daughter, so my dad's sister, my aunt, and then she gave them all to me and I was like, this is, you know what, that makes up for being smacked in the head by a boat roof. Because now I have another Stephen King book to add to my, my large collection of books. I just bought three more books. Let me tell you, let me tell y'all, there is nothing more exhilarating than buying new books. I'm very excited. I think I bought two poetry books. I don't really have that many poetry books. Just be as... I'm not a poetry person, um, but these ones look really good. Um, one of them is, if you know Lana Del Rey, it's Lana Del Rey's um, Violet Bet Backwards Over the Grass, um, which I'm really excited about. And then one of them is called When He Leaves You, which I saw on TikTok. Um, and then uh, the other one is Burn After Writing, which I'm really, this is that's really exciting because it's kind of like uh, the Wreck This Journal, which was, if any of y'all... Wreckage Journal was a huge thing when we were when I was in like the sixth grade, um, and I have one of those. It's kind of like the same thing as that, and it's burn after writing. Um, so I ordered two books on Amazon. I'm very excited. Um, I literally asked for Christmas. I'm like, Mom, can I have the Harry Potter series for Christmas? Because I've read it. I read it all from the, I got them from the library. Um, but I was like, can I own the Harry Potter series? Because I'll read them again. I will. And I'm very excited. I also asked for Little Women. Um, so I think I believe I'm getting Little Women for Christmas, which is very fun. I can't wait for that as well because Little Women is one of my favorites. Um, but I also got a lot of books for Christmas, not for Christmas, for my birthday. My birthday was on Friday, you know, right? I turned I turned 16. It's crazy. Um, still can't drive. Um, but I had asked for a bunch of books for my birthday. I had asked for a bunch of bio- autobiographies from um, celebrities. So I got. Demi Moore, Rob Lowe, got a bunch of biographies. Um, I got two more Twilight books because there's two other ones in the series other than like the four main ones and Midnight Sun. Um, I can't believe I talk about Twilight in literally almost every podcast episode. I'm so sorry. Um, and then I, my neighbor, who is, I've known my whole life, I'm very close, we're, we're very close. She's like, what do you want for birthday? And I told her like books. That's it. This book, just books. And she, she pulls up. She comes to my house, you know, um, uh, sees my extravagant balloon bouquet that my mother bought me. It, was, it had like 17 balloons on it. It was very large and extravagant. Um, and she, uh, my brother makes me open his first and then I open his and I open my neighbor's and I'm like, what are these? They're very thin. Like they're almost like the size of a magazine, um, in like width and thickness. And I'm like, what the hell are these? And I open the first one and it is, it, it is a Patrick Swayze coloring book. I wish I was joking. I am not joking with you. I swear to goodness gracious. It literally it is a coloring book with Patrick Swayze. It's literally pictures of him with the color taken out. And I'm like, oh lord. And then there's another one. There's another one. And it is a Rob Lowe coloring book. And it's just the same. It's pictures of Rob Lowe with the color taken off of them. And I'm like, oh my god. And then there's one more. This one's a lot larger. Probably twice the size of the other two. And I open it. And it's a Robert Pattinson coloring book. And I was just baffled. I, I was probably the shade of a freaking brick. I looked probably looked like a damn tomato. I was probably so red. I was like, oh my god. Um, and one of the Robert Pattinson one is a literal spiral coloring book. And you know what's really the most the most shameful part is, I can tell what the pictures are without having to color them in, which is really sad. Um, but yeah, those are, yep. It was very fun. Got some fun coloring books. I got a lot to do. Got a lot of books to read and a lot of coloring books to finish. So, um, I hope you enjoyed listening to this week's episode. I hope I got to, I hope I remember to talk to you guys next week. Um, I hope you enjoyed. So long, farewell. I'll be it. Goodbye.